Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened in the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mr. Speaker, I'd like to thank the Honourable Gentleman for his important and meaningful intervention, highlighting the weather forecast for the rest of the day. Does the Prime Minister think we are all stupid. He claims the radio broadcast that follows this will be entertaining. He expects us to believe this show is funny and interesting and that we should all listen to it. Does the Prime Minister listen to it himself? No! Of course he doesn't. It's one rule for them, one rule for everybody else. But frankly, Mr. Speaker, he's fooling nobody. Even Walk the Line with Gary Barlow and Craig David was more entertaining than this. His party deserves better. This house deserves better. And quite frankly, Mr. Speaker, the country deserves better. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Kelly Clarkson. Oh no, that's the next. <laughs> that's an hour's time. Tate McRae and feel like this. It's not ten past four. It's only ten past three. Uh, before that, Avril Lavigne and Bite Me. What a great start to the show. Hello, it's Alec Feldman. Because who else would be that unprofessional on the radio? How's it going? Have you had an all right week? Um, this all feels very familiar, doesn't it? Hello, March 2020 again. Did the, did the last 21 months happen, or are we all just sitting here waiting to get COVID again? Um, I haven't had it yet, but it's only, only a matter of time, right? So that's that's fun. It's all fun and games, isn't it? Uh, but it's nice to be on. Nice to be with you as everything all goes to... You know the word I'm thinking of. On the show today, it's a good day because Barack Obama has released his list of favourite things. Uh, it's always the highlight of the festive period. We'll go through that in a minute. I would like to open up the No Covid Club. Um, it's, it's kind of what it sounds like, that's on the way in a bit. want to show you my secret Santa present as well. And I've got a, a gift for you, I suppose, for Christmas. The Christmas Conversation Generator. That is on the way, um, on the show, before 5pm. Also, um, here's, here's a little a secret I'll let you know on. This is the, it's not really a secret, it's just how, how dates work. This is the last show before Christmas. I'm going to be on on Christmas, but this is the last show before Christmas. So I thought as a special Christmas present, I would bring back one of the the highlights of this show. Um, back by popular demand, or possibly in spite of it, uh, me doing terrible covers of songs on my keyboard. That's what you want on a Saturday afternoon, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, I'll tell you how you can get involved in that uh, a little bit later on. We'll do it at ten past four. And 60 Second Guide, OBS, 
We'll do what's going on as well. Uh, is this a nice little Saturday afternoon we've got planned? I hope you don't have anything better to do. Who am I kidding? Of course you don't. Um, so you'll, you can hang out with me till five if you fancy. I'd appreciate that very much. Ariana Grande is coming up. Oh, that's that's a good Christmas song, that. And Gracie Abrams as well. Um, after we do the best and the worst things in the world this week. Um, I'm a very fickle human being. My interests and passions change on a weekly basis. And so at the start of the show, I like to tell you what, what I'm sort of, what I'm feeling, what I'm vibing with this week. Normally I do one worst thing and then two best things, because I'm just like a glass half full kind of guy. But um, today, I mean, it's sort of a bit rubbish, isn't it? So I thought, let, let's do two worst things and just, just the one best thing, because sometimes it's a lot easier to be cynical and negative. So let's, let's do that. <laughs> um, it's obviously the worst thing in the world this week. It's uh, the Omnicron. Um, I know it's not called that. But my my favourite clip is Joe Biden um, talking about it. He's going, it's called the Omicron. And <laughs> gets it wrong. And every time I hear Omicron, I only think of Joe Biden saying Omicron. Um, so, uh, Omicron's here. Rubbish. It's, it's genuinely spreading ridiculously fast. Every day. Every, t uh, every time I open Instagram... There's a new person who's put a picture of the two lines on their COVID tests up. And I'm just like, oh, sitting here. <laughs> When's it going to be me? I don't know. But um, does anybody, does anybody think Christmas is going to happen? I don't even know what I'm doing for Christmas yet this year. And it's in a, a week's time. So, yeah, that's not very fun. Um, in other terrible things that are happening this week, um, that man's back. The sausage roll man. The man who every year releases a novelty Christmas song um, about sausage rolls. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to give him the, the airtime. But every year he does it. And every year everyone sort of rolls their eyes and goes, oh, him again. And every year he's Christmas number one. I don't know how this started happening. But it's been the case for, I think, two or three years now. Where this man has been Christmas number one with his sausage roll songs. And I just, it's not very funny. I know it's for charity, and so I should like it, but it's terrible. I would give money to charity to stop this man um, from releasing sausage roll-based Christmas songs. But he's, he's back, and he could be the Christmas number one, and I'm not prepared for that. I just think the joke's over. <laughs> Please stop. Retire. You've had a good run, but, you know, retire so we can have Clean Bandit and Sean Paul as Christmas number one again. That would be preferable, to be honest. But... It's not all bad. You know, I don't want to leave you thinking I'm just really down on the world and I hate everything. I've got some very good news for you. The best thing in the world this week. That news, I can reveal that Alec Feldman has got married. I know. I was surprised as well. Not me, I should add. I'm not the one that's got married. Very much still unmarried. Um, but I'm, I'm Facebook friends and actually I follow on Instagram quite a few people who I share a name with and I saw that one of them's got married and I was really happy for him so uh, I suppose muzzle off to Alec Feldman who has got married this week not me but a, a different one it looked like a, a good time I didn't get invited rudely but it looked good so well done well done Alec Feldman for your, your new wife right coming up next we need to go through the only end of year list that counts Barack Obama's favorite things of 2021 we'll do that in a second after one of the greatest modern Christmas songs there is this is Ariana Grande and Santa Tell Me on Wizard Radio it's Wizard Radio that was Ariana Grande and Santa Tell Me I'm Alec Feldman hope all is good um so it's the end of the year almost not long left of 2021 uh and that means people start releasing end-of-year lists of, you know, the best things from 2021. I saw there's this uh, journalist TV guy I follow on Twitter who did his top 10 TV moments of 2021 yesterday. Um, but the only list that really matters, the only list that anyone cares about, is Barack Obama's lists. Um, I don't know when he started doing this, but he does it every year. He'll release, like, a list of all his favourite things and books and movies and songs and... It's just quite interesting and revealing about like who Barack Obama is as a person and what he's into. Um, my first surprise of this list is the the book list. There's what one, three, four, six. I think there's about 
13 books on this list. And that kind of puts me to shame because in the year 2021, I'm genuinely not sure if I've read a book from start to finish. Actually, no, that's a lie. I think I've read one. I've read one book from start to finish in 2021. Uh, did quite enjoy it, but I haven't read 13. And Barack Obama has clearly read more than 13 because he's able to recommend 13 of his favourites. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I haven't, unfortunately, heard of any of these books, which obviously says more about me than um, former President Obama. Um, a few notable omissions, I would say. He didn't put uh, Gemma Collins' autobiography on there. That was missing. Um, Mr. Bump, that wasn't on there either. Uh, but, you know, can't can't include everything. It's, you know, limited space, so fair enough. Uh, Favourite movies. Again, a lot more movies than I've seen this year. And I have seen slightly more movies than I've watched books. But again, not a lot. I... Yeah, I don't think I've watched a movie in about six months, actually. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just not very big on consuming media. That's what we're learning so far. Um, have I... I mean, the, that Star Wars movie isn't on there. Uh, James Bond, not on there. The new Spider-Man, not on there. Um, but West Side Story is. Um, and a book, a movie called The Worst Person in the World, which sounds like it should be like a children's book written by David Williams, but... Uh, again, his tastes are quite quite niche. Um, not the things I've been watching or half-watching and falling asleep in the middle like a 40-year-old virgin. That's not on his list either. Um, but, like I said, can't, can't include everything. There has to be some films that don't make the cut. Then it's his music list that I'm really looking at and I'm like, what, what on earth? His Spotify must be wild. Because I'm going through it. There aren't a lot of artists I've I've heard of here. I've heard of Little Sims. I've heard of oh, there's a a Sean Paul and Shaggy song on there. There's a song by Lil Nas X. There's a Lizzo and Cardi B. It's not WAP. <laughs> I think that was 2020 anyway. Um, but again, Barack Obama listens to like cool edgy music that I do not do not know about. So I know you kind of knew this already. But Barack Obama is a lot cooler than I am. I'm disappointed, but it, it's the case. Um, I'm starting to fear, actually, that me and President Obama, when we finally get around to having our, you know, like our dinner party after COVID, nothing. Don't think we're going to have a lot to talk about, really. Don't think me and uh, Barack have a lot in a lot in common, uh, which is a shame. He's much cooler than I am. So that, there's the rundown. If you would like to be like President Obama, you've just got to listen to a lot of Shaggy, a lot of Lizzo and watch West Side Story, and then one day you too can be President of the United States of America. Um, God, God bless America. Coming up next, I would like to open up something I'm calling the No Covid Club. Guess, guess what that's about? Uh, we'll do that after Gracie Abrams' Rockland on Wizard Radio. It's Wizard Radio, that was Gracie Abrams and uh, Rockland. You with Alec Felsman, hello, and good afternoon to you. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Coming up, Olivia Rodrigo. And a Christmas song from Taylor Swift. Uh, but first, you watch the news, you hear the news, you know what's going on. And the thing that's going on is, it's called the Omnicron. <clears throat> I'm aware that doesn't really sound like Joe Biden at all, but in my head it does. Um, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? No one saw that coming. Well, some people did. Uh, you know, we're all, we're all getting vaxxed, getting back to normal. And um, and then Omicron comes and throws a spanner in the works and basically takes us back to like March 2020. So um, cheers, that's that's great, nice one. Christmas is ruined, sun's crying, thanks. Um, but here's the thing, we're on. Is anyone still counting? Is this the fourth wave, the fifth wave? Uh, I don't I don't really know. There's been a lot of these these sort of waves of COVID here in the UK, and Every time they've come and gone, and every time I've gone, oh my god, it's coming, it's gonna get me, it's only a matter of time, I'm gonna get COVID, I'm gonna be ill, I hate being ill, I'm gonna have to like, take time off work and not get any money, oh, it's gonna be horrible. Every time, so far, touch touch wood if you're superstitious, it hasn't happened. We've been in a pandemic now for, for what, 21 months, and... 
I haven't had COVID yet. Touch wood. I'm not normally a superstitious person, but I feel like if my parents will probably be listening to this right now and going, why are you saying that? Quick, touch some wood. So I'm, I'm doing it for them mainly. Um, <laughs> I haven't had COVID yet. And I know this is tempting. And I know KSI did this the other day. He was he tweeted. He was like, how have I not got COVID yet? I will never get COVID. And then about two days later, uh, got COVID. So this could be my downfall. But I want to do a thing on the show today. Sort of a, a scientific survey, I suppose. To see how much of a minority of the population I am. Or maybe maybe I'm not. I don't really know. But it does feel like everyone has it at the moment. Like, everybody. Um, but I don't yet. And I've never had it. And it's been 21 months. And I've avoided it somehow. Dodging it narrowly every time. So, I want to open up the No COVID Club. We'll do some scientific research. A very simple question. Have you had COVID yet? Yes or no? Um, I mean, I'd like a bit more than that. But that's that's the fundamental question. Are you a member of the No COVID Club? If you've not had it yet, and you want to sort of show off about it, then send me a message. Tell me that you're in the No COVID Club. We can sort of compile a list of members, and then... As we all eventually do get COVID, which feels pretty inevitable at the moment, we can, you know, cross people off and possibly even see who the last person standing is, the last member of the No COVID Club. I guess you you win the pandemic if you're not the last one left. But obviously, you know, I don't just want to know whether you've had COVID, yes or no. I want the really lucky ones. I want the ones who, by some miracle, just haven't got it. Yet. The ones that. I don't know, live with someone who had COVID and then didn't manage to get it. The ones who were in an unventilated room with a super spreader. The ones who went to a super spreader event and were the only person that didn't get it. The ones with like the superhuman immunity somehow to this virus. You're the people especially I would like to hear from. If you've got a story of narrowly dodging this virus somehow for 21 months, escaping the inevitable then you will be uh, an extra special member of the No Covid Club. So, if you would like to join, these are the terms and conditions. Number one, you have to have not had Covid knowingly, i.e. never tested positive and not had Covid symptoms. Uh, That's the the main rule. The second rule is to join, you have to send me a message. Uh, My number is 07807 183 538. That's 07807 183 538 you can send me an email instead if you prefer station at wizardradio.co.uk or you can get me on the socials at wizradio on twitter and on instagram do you want to be a member of the no covid club you just have to have not yet had covid give me your stories of near misses and we'll celebrate you and welcome you all in and then eventually one by one kick you all out again but fingers crossed that won't happen so get your phones out Send in your membership applications and we will welcome some people into the No Covid Club, the legends, the superhumans, um, after Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, his traitor. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mediocre broadcasting since 2017. Taylor Swift and Christmas Tree Farm. It's Wizard Radio. Merry Christmas. One week to go. It is my last show before Christmas because next Saturday it is Christmas. I'm on on Christmas, but um, this is the last one beforehand, so welcome along. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, Craig David coming up, who has got an MBE, fun fact, and Gail also, uh, with a song I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about last week called ABC. But I am really tempting fate at the moment and doing something quite silly, and that is showing off about the fact that I haven't had COVID yet. I think I'm in a minority, I'm quite an exclusive minority, a rapidly shrinking minority, and I'm scared that I'll be next, and you know what, the fact that I'm showing off about this probably means I will be, but I'm feeling, feeling pretty pleased with myself at the moment, and I wanted to welcome some other people in to the No Covid Club, all the people that have made it this far without getting Covid yet, because not a lot of people can say that. Through all the variants, through all the waves, uh, you know, Alpha, Beta, Delta, who remembers that one? Uh, Omicron, I, I need, to stop, need to stop calling it Omicron, <laughs> Omicron. Um, right, 
first application for membership comes from Yasmin. I've managed to avoid COVID for nearly two years as well, Alec. I don't even know how because it's not like I've lived that carefully. Should wear my mask the whole time? I sing happy birthday when I wash my hands. There's the throwback. I sanitize at every opportunity and I've got all my vaccines. I do feel like Omicron might be unavoidable though. This one is spreading so easily that whatever I was doing to avoid catching it before probably won't help me anymore. Really is a miracle. Everyone I know has had COVID other than my family. Mm. Well done. You know, that, you know what? That is the weird one. When it's people that haven't been particularly careful have managed to get I mean, I'm not I mean you sound like you are being very careful. Who's still doing the happy birthday thing other than Yasmin? I don't know. But like, okay, take Dua Lipa as an example. Dua Peep, right? Um She's been getting around the world for like the whole pandemic, and I don't think she's had COVID, to my knowledge. Um, I don't, I, we don't even know if she's had a vaccine, do we? I feel like she might have been a bit funny about that before, but she, she's she's been throwing caution to the wind. You always feel like she's she'd, she'd do some, but yeah, I bet she doesn't sing Happy Birthday when she washes her hands or new rules or whatever. Um, so Yasmin, well done. Welcome into the No Covid Club. I must remind you that if at any point from now going forward you do get Covid, you do have to write in and um, hand your membership back and cancel it and you will of course be given a, a full refund for all the remaining months on your subscription. Uh, thank you very much. Chris, I'm the only person in my family and in my whole school that hasn't had Covid. My parents, my brother, my sister all tested positive, all had symptoms. My whole school year got sent home because there was a massive outbreak. I've taken so many PCRs, so many lateral flows. I have not once tested positive. I've never had any symptoms either. I feel like I'm the guy in the matrix, just dodging bullets that are coming my way. My family got it pretty badly. They didn't have to go to the hospital, but they were like wiped out. I hope I don't get it. I just can't be bothered for that. You're so true. You're so right. It's that, isn't it? Like, thankfully, Thanks to medicine and vaccines and all these wonderful things and Professor Chris Whitty. Um, you know, it's it's getting less and less, I guess, powerful. It's more and more benign COVID, which is good. But I, st I still don't want to get it, even though I should be okay. I've had both my vaccines, getting my booster on Tuesday. Um, I should be okay, but I just don't want it because being ill, I hate being ill. And I can't be bothered to be ill. It's not fun i'll just moan all the time and uh, you know my mum's all the way down there she can't look after me up here so <sighs> awful let's not get covid T touching the wood again i'd never be i'm not a superstitious person yet i keep touching my wardrobe <laughs> just for something to be superstitious about but well done chris you can also be a member of the no covid club you know what you are you're a bit of a legend the fact that you've managed to dog it from so many different places. That is very impressive. So, uh, well done. You can be an honorary member. You must be You must be built differently. There must be something special in your genes that makes you, like, superhuman. Have you ever been bitten by a spider or something? Started. Never mind. Um, Dan says, I also haven't had COVID yet, Alec. I feel very lucky. But I've got a theory as to how I've dodged it. A lot of people I know have been going out a lot, their parents have been going to work, they've been going to school. But in my family, we've been very, very cautious. Both parents working from home since March 2020. Other than one or two occasions, we haven't left the house. So I feel like there's been less opportunity for us to catch and spread it. Right now with Omicron, we're literally not leaving the house until the cases go down. I mean, damn, wow. <laughs> there's there's cautious and then there's, there's that. <laughs> When you say not leaving the house, like, do you go to the shops? Do you go? Do you go to the park? Do you get outside? Do you get fresh air? Because I, I I leave the house pretty much every day to do something. I either go for some exercise or I mean go to you know earn money because that's what society forces you to do. And you know I've I've been leaving the house because you go you go mad. Have you really not left the house like barely since March? That's I mean, that's crazy. Good on you, but I hope you're okay. Maybe, I mean, I'm not going to say now's the time to chill out and start licking doorknobs, but, um, you know, leave the house. You'll, you'll feel you'll feel better for it, probably, I 
think. Wow. But yeah, you you are a hardcore member of the No Covid Club. I think you might you could end up being the last man standing. There could be a nuclear apocalypse out there, and you wouldn't know about it. I mean, you, you probably would, but um, you, you get my point. You could be the last person in the No Covid Club at this rate. Very, very impressive your dedication to the cause. Um, so yeah, welcome, welcome all to the club. Anyone else? who has not yet had COVID, my congratulations are extended to you. We are, like I said, superhuman, so uh, well done. Who will be the next to fall? I really hope it's not me. Really, really hope it's, it's not me. Craig David is now an MBE. He's got given a little like medal by Prince Charles, which means I'm pretty sure he can now get into Legoland for free. So well done, Craig. This is Craig David and m and who you are on Wizard Radio. Radio. I accidentally unplugged my microphone. That was clever. Very clever. It's it's Alec Feldman here. Hi. Happy Saturday. Hank, uh, thanks for hanging out with me. So, 18th of December. Seven days until Christmas Day. Christmas Day is a Saturday. And that means I will be on the radio on Christmas Day, which is very exciting. Uh, usual time, same, same place. Three till five. I'm here. But this is the last show before Christmas. And... I just wanted to have a bit of a laugh today. Uh, so, I thought we would bring back, by popular demand, a feature we haven't done for a while. Did we do it last Christmas? I think we might have done. So, it's been, it's been a year since we last did this. And um, it, it always goes down. Well, it, it always goes down. Um, I got given, as a present last year, a keyboard, uh, which is very exciting. I've got it here with me right now. Listen. Let's, let's turn it up a bit. There it is. See? Um, and it was very exciting. I, I used to have piano lessons for a very long time when I was at school. And um, what have I got to show for it? don't know. A few, few grades. And um, I can play that song that everyone seems to play. That one. Uh, I can play that clearly not very well. But I thought, just because just it's the, the last one pre-Christmas, we'd have a bit of fun. And I would bring back uh, the popular <clears throat> feature where I do terrible covers of your favourite songs on the piano and I ruin them uh, because I personally find it funny and hopefully other people do too. So what I would like from this is your involvement because it's all about you. And I want to know what songs you would like to hear me absolutely butcher on the piano. I am moderately good at sort of working out how to play songs moderately good for example uh, that Craig Davidson we just played let's get some strings up if we get strings there we go I could probably have a go at trying to play that there we go no yep See, there he is. See, I just worked that one out on the fly. That's how talented I am. <clears throat> so, if you would like me to butcher your favourite song in about 20 minutes' time on Wizard Radio, I would like you to get involved right now. Tell me what song you would like to hear me attempt to play very, very badly. Tell me what instrument you'd like me to play it on, because this, this is like an electric keyboard. I can, I can play anything. I've got any instrument at my disposal. For example... I don't really know what that is, but but that thing that sounds a bit like, I don't know, Mr. Blobby, or an, is it an accordion? I don't know. Um, or, this is, this is called wind. That, that is just the wind. Wow. It's like I'm outside. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I, I didn't know it had that one. There we go. So, I've got, I've got everything on this keyboard. So, 07807. 183538 is the number. Send me a message now. Tell me what song you'd like me to butcher it on and what instrument slash sound effect you would like. For example, you might want to hear Craig David, who you are, played by The Wind. Wow, it's beautiful. Sounds like a storm. There you go. So, get involved. We'll do it in about 15-20 minutes time. 07807 183 538. I can butcher your favourite songs for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho to you. Right. 
Um, what's going on? It's coming up in a second. But first, this is the song of the moment for me. A lot of people, it's really, really good. Gale, an ABCD on Wizard Radio. Gale, <laughs> I did it again. Gale, an ABCDEF, etc., etc., on Wizard Radio. I keep on plugging my microphone. I'm sorry. Um, I'm clearly incompetent. Anyway, it's Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. Let's do this. What's going on? This is the bit of the show where we play a game. The game is to find out what is happening in a confusing and mysterious sound that I play of something happening in the world that I found on the internet. It doesn't have any context. I'm just going to play it to you and you're going to hear it a couple of times and then you need to work out what is happening based on those those two plays and, you know, whatever you can work out is happening. You just need to be a bit imaginative, be a bit creative. Think outside the box. Don't think inside the box. Um, it's quite a difficult one today, I think. So I'll play it to you and then we'll have a chat about it. Then I'll play it to you again. Then I'll tell you how to get involved. Let's hear this week's What's Going On clip for the first time. See, that is a difficult one because normally there's some kind of like human voice that you can hear or something that leads you along a certain path. With this, you've got nothing. All you've got is vibes, atmos, ambience, but that's all you've got to go off. So what I could hear from that, um, it sounds like quite a big room because there's music playing, but the music sounds quite echoey and distorted. It also sounds like there's some kind of a crowd. So there's music and there's a crowd and it's big and echoey and that's kind of all I can really take from it to be honest. Let's have another listen. I can't even work out what the song is. I feel like I have heard it before, but I, I haven't heard enough to know what that is. So you've really got very little to go on, but it's it's somewhere that sounds quite big and there's a crowd and there's some music playing. What is happening? Have you got any idea whatsoever? Get involved, have a go. It doesn't matter if you're right because there's no prize anyway. It's just for a laugh and for my own entertainment. So if you've got any ideas, send them my way, please. 07807 183 538 is my number 07807 you can tweet at was radio you can email station at wizardradio.co.uk all you have to do is tell me what's going on in that clip that i played you a couple of times before which is kind of difficult so i'm looking forward to the the wide range of guesses we get in today uh, so get working on that you've got a while to think about it we've got, we've got about 50 minutes we'll do it at 10 to 5 the actual answers for what's going on this afternoon and coming up more christmas tunes including kelly clarkson and i'll play scissor next as well after the news i the voiceover guy have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to alec feldman on wizard radio oh lovely kelly clarkson and underneath the tree on wizard radio it's a saturday afternoon this is alec feldman before that played scissor and i hate you on the way Maisie peters ed sheeran Silk Sonic, all of those songs played for you in studio, CD or MP3 quality, uh, professionally recorded, professionally sung, lots of tweaking done in the studio before they were released. They will sound very good. Uh, The next few minutes of the show, the songs won't sound that great because um, I'm going to attempt to play them on my keyboard. See, there it is. It's a real keyboard. I've got it in front of me right now. I got it as a present last year. And <clears throat> it's sort of become a Christmas tradition. I say tradition. We've done it t- twice. Where, um, as a Christmas treat, I will butcher some of your favourite songs using the wide variety of voices available to me on this keyboard. Um, I find it quite fun. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I find it quite funny. I don't know if anybody else does. But I take requests. I will play whatever you want me to attempt to play 
So, uh, let's let's do it. Let's see if I do a half decent job or whether it's completely terrible. Let's begin with with uh, Lauren, who's asked for peaches by Justin Bieber. It's been stuck in her head since the summer. She can't think of a better way to end the year than me doing a cover of it on the keyboard. Okay, right. She doesn't specify. Well, I suppose she just wants normal keyboard voice, right? So just sounds like a piano. Okay, let's let's give it a go. Justin Bieber, Peaches. Um, how did that one start? I can't. I, I remember. I remember the the main the main melody, right? So let's let's go straight to the chorus. Great start. That, that was the warm-up, okay. remember how the verses go they were they were quite tuneless from what i remember don't know how i can play play that on the piano but that there you go that was for you lauren merry christmas that was justin bieber and, and peaches the quality will will go up um amber says i can't wait to hear this brutal by olivia rodrigo it needs to sound as angry and aggressive as the original song all the heavy drums i want to hear those on the piano using the drum sound effect I need to sing every single word at the same time. Uh, here's the here's the thing, Amber. Um, obviously, you know this is live. We're here right now. I can't remember what that one sounds like. Um, <laughs> I know I played it quite recently, but I've I've already forgotten. So what I'm gonna do is take your your request and change it because let me let you in a little secret. That's what they do on the radio a lot of the time. They'll take a request and then go. Thanks for your request. How about you request this instead? So I'm going to do that, basically. And I'm going to play a different Olivia Rodrigo song, but in the style you've requested, because I'm nice like that. So there's your your drums. Heavy drums. Is that heavy enough? Do we need some different drums, or are they... They'll do the job, right, okay. So there's the drums. And now, um, you want me to sing the words? Do you really want me to sing the words? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but we'll we'll give it a go. Good for you, unhappy and healthy. Not care to ask. Good for you, like a damn sociopath. Good for you, healthy. Um, that, that sort of resembled good for you, right? A, a little bit. Um, hang on, what's, what's my favourite, mate? What's my favourite line? I need to do my favourite line. Um. Yes, that therapist I found for you, she really helped. Did, did. Yeah, that's it, that's my favourite line. Guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped. That, that was that, good. So th- there we go, we're on fire. Um, two songs, two requests, correctly and beautifully fulfilled, because that is what we do. Next, Dua Lipa, the song that never really took off, called We're Good. I like that song. Uh, do it with a traditional piano sound. Oh, okay. Traditional piano. Let's go. This is a, a concert grand piano, this one. Okay. Here we go, Julie, but we're good. That was a practice.
that that was actually semi decent that one apart from the the many many mistakes um i thought i did that one that one justice good deal leaper song right um ava can you do a cover of abc by gale but using only string instruments violin bass something like that oh what can i do for you strings on 77 uh i could get you a, a chamber orchestra <laughs> That's quite nice. Or, um, tremor strings. That's alright. Pizzicato strings. No, orchestra. Mm. Cello. Here we go. Oh, beautiful. Let's go with the cello. Okay. Here we go. Ahem. <coughs> <coughs> That was the warm-up. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, forget you. Oh, man. That, that was quite nice, right? Ish. It's no gale, but it'll do. And finally, this is the last one we will do. Um, it's coming from Benny. Benny's an OG. Benny's a regular. And so you get the final request on my terrible keyboard covers. Um, he has asked for Keir Starmer singing any Christmas song on the keyboard. So that that I can do. Um, hang on. Have I... So he wants a keyboard. Uh, let's go with... <gasps> It's got to be Honky Tonk. Surely it's got to be Honky Tonk. So, he wants me to do this in a Keir Starmer voice. Um, I should point out, just for the record, I didn't offer to sing any of these songs. It was purely piano covers, but <clears throat> here we go. Keir, Keir, let's get into the Keir Starmer, Keir Starmer zone. Will the Prime Minister, even unto death... Okay, there we go. We're there. Here we go. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Oh, sorry, I've got to sing. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry, wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Keir Starmer. Okay, I better do that again. Because uh, that wasn't very, very good. And I want to do it justice as Keir Starmer, leader of the opposition. Okay. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish, 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 wish you a, wish you a Merry Christmas. And a I think you've just witnessed a man lose the last of his dignity on, on the radio. But there you go. Back by lack of popular demand. That is my keyboard. Uh, that was Keir Starmer singing Christmas song. Let's do this again. Uh, never. Here's Maisie Peters. <laughs> Wizard Radio. That was Maisie Peters and I'm Trying Not Friends. Which was professionally recorded, sung and performed by real musicians, not me on my keyboard, and I think it was a lot better for it. I'm Alec Feldman, good afternoon, it's nearly Christmas. Have you been a part of any Secret Santas this year? Um, I was, I enjoy Secret Santa. I've got a good Secret Santa track record. I'm known for giving good gifts, not necessarily like useful gifts, or gifts that people will get genuine enjoyment out of, but gifts that make people laugh. And I, to me, that's the point of a Secret Santa. It's not about proper presents, it's about silly stuff. Highlight, I think, was last year when I gave someone whose name was Matt Berry a doormat with some strawberries on it. You see what I did there? I mean, that, that was a real highlight of the year. Uh, 2020 was quite a bad year, which is probably why that was the highlight. But still, I'm good at Secret Santas. And I received a Secret Santa gift this year. And I wanted to share it with you because it's... I mean, I don't want to be ungrateful. It's, it's very kind of the person who gave this to me. But it's a bit rubbish. Um, and I'll tell you, you know, it's, it's the thought that counts. 
and it was a very nice idea. But uh, the actual the actual present is is bad. It's very very poor. Um, it's a book. I enjoy a book uh, as much as the next man, like we established earlier. I don't really read enough of them, but um, you know I, I enjoy a, a good book. I like having books so that if I do ever have the time in my life to read books, I can pick one up off my bookshelf that I've had for like five years. Um, so it's a book. The book was called How to Get a Girlfriend. The ultimate guide. <laughs> so you can see where where this one's going. They are they are mocking me for my tragic life. You know you know. Sometimes the truth hurts, guys. Um, just, just putting that one out there. Sometimes the truth does hurt. And I've got it here now. And I wanted to open it up and share with you a full a few pearls of wisdom that this book is supposed to be trying to teach me. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be very useful or effective, I won't lie to you, but um, here we are, we've got the book. It's by somebody called Chad, which already doesn't fill me with confidence. I don't believe anyone called Chad is entitled to write a book called How to Get a Girlfriend, The Ultimate Guide. I really don't, but whatever. Chad's written his book, it's the third edition, which in many ways is quite promising, because it means he's taken out all of the bad or legally problematic advice from the first few editions so that it's in a good place so we open it up to this page right the chapter is called how to meet women like <laughs> that already pains me that there's a chapter called how to meet women oh my god and it says here is a selection of a few great places to meet great women i already feel a little bit sick um but let's go through this list of supposed Great places to meet great women. Ooh. Number one, a yoga class. I don't go to yoga. I don't want to. So, no, that's that's off the list. Number two, a dance class. Uh, same, same for that one, really. Number three, co-educational sports teams. Uh, I, don't, I don't do sport. This is all dependent on me having an active lifestyle, which I don't. Again, the next one, at the spiral gym. No, I don't want to go to the spiral gym. Um, more to the point, it's it's very frowned upon to, in any of these circumstances, really, approach women and try and hit on them because they're busy. You know, they've got stuff to do. It's not the time or the place. I think this book is already getting quite a lot wrong. But then the next the next two items on this list really suggest to me that it's not it's not serious. Um, it says Facebook. You can join Facebook groups, which might be a nice way to meet new people. I don't, I don't know when this book was written, but Facebook groups nowadays are just, for me at least, Simpsons-related memes. I don't think I'm going to be any, meeting any women in there. The love of my life is probably not in a Facebook group called Obscure Simpsons Characters or Simpsons Bought Posting. Potentially in Chris Whitty Fans Unite, but she might be a little bit on the older, older end of the scale. That's the only problem with that one. But it's this last one, really. That suggests to me that this this book here is a load of rubbish. Dating apps, and then that it goes on to say, here's a statistic you might find reassuring: there's over 50% more women on dating apps than men. Lies! <laughs> this book is a waste of space. It's rubbish. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. This book should be pulped for printing such untruths. That is very much not true. Uh, this book is rubbish. Chad does not know what he's talking about, and all in all. It's it's a waste of space. Uh, that said, if my secret Santa is listening, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you for my lovely, lovely present. Um, I can't wait to read more. Um, but don't listen to any of the advice. You probably will go to prison. Coming up in a second, um, I would like to offer my services to you with the Christmas Conversation Generator after the new one from Ed Sheeran. Well, one of them, he's got like a million songs out at the moment. This is Overpass Graffiti on Wizard Radio. Ed Sheeran and Overpass Graffiti, it's Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman. Happy Saturday afternoon. Are you feeling Christmassy? It's a week until Christmas. Feeling somewhat festive, overshadowed by the impending wave of the Omnicron variant that's coming and will ruin everything once again, uh, which is which is fabulous. But Christmas is coming. If you do manage to successfully avoid COVID for just seven more days, you might be lucky enough to enjoy a Christmas day with your family. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if this is happening for me yet. Um, uh, yeah, it's all a bit up in the air, but 
Um, if you are having a Christmas day with extended family members, grandparents, uncles, oh, you know what, it's always the uncles. Sometimes um, things can get a bit uncomfortable because sometimes people who are older than us and were born in a different generation have very different views on a lot of things. Views we might find upsetting, wrong, problematic. Um, and that can make things quite difficult. And Christmas dinner is supposed to be a lovely, lovely time of fun and happiness and togetherness uh, can get slightly overshadowed by um, your slightly racist uncle going on a rant about how refugees aren't actually refugees and they're economic migrants over the Brussels sprouts. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. It's not fun for anyone, except possibly your slightly racist uncle. But um, can I just say, by the way, in case any of my uncles are listening, I don't, I don't personally have a racist uncle. I know a lot of people do, but I don't. All of mine are very nice and tolerant. I just want to put that one out there before I get sort of loads of angry messages going, what are you saying about our family? Not my family. This is an observation about other people's families. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> but if this is your fear that you're going to be spending Christmas Day with a lot of problematic boomers, basically, I want to offer you a little service this afternoon. It's called the Christmas Conversation Generator. And what I'm going to try and do is for any conversation prompt you throw at me that is slightly problematic I will try and turn that around I'll turn that problematic into a problem hat trick um, I thought of that on the spot that's why it wasn't very good any any potentially controversial issues that might come up on the Christmas dinner table I would like you to send them to me now any topic that you think will be awkward or embarrassing or difficult or lead to an argument, write it down. Send me what you think they might end up saying. And what I will do is try and segue that conversation from that into something much less controversial and something we can all agree on and make Christmas Day much, much nicer for everyone. I did. I saw a funny tweet actually the other day that was something along the lines of, I'm isolating for 10 days so I can spend my Christmas with my Nana. If she even dares commenting on my height, weight, size, lack of girlfriend, I will be fuming. And so that's what we're trying to avoid, basically. Christmas conversation generator, send me the problematic things that elderly relatives might bring up around the Christmas dinner table next week, and I will help you swerve them and give you some conversational tips to turn that up upside down and make it much more fun and enjoyable for everybody. Coming up, Casey Musgraves and Silk Sonic is next. Silk Sonic's new, but it's not really new. It's not new artist. You've heard of Silk Sonic before. So I've done some digging and I've worked out what the real deal is, what the truth behind Silk Sonic actually is. And I've put it all in 60 seconds for you right now. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Silk Sonic is the collaborative project of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. They are lovers and have been together since it formed earlier in the year. They're known for their overly sexualized songs and kind of 70s retro sound. Bruno Mars's decline from pop ballads to slightly weird sex music has been taking place over a number of years. You can actually track the process album by album. Who knows what his music will sound like in years from now. Anderson, meanwhile, has always been a bit like that. Uh, some say it was actually him who influenced Bruno Mars to ditch his piano and pick up the cheese. Anderson Pack is a bit of a homewrecker, to be honest. He stole Bruno from the previous relationship he was in with Julio, his former butler. Julio is no longer getting the stretch or serving that scampi because they're not together anymore. There are rumours that in 2022, Julio will be publishing a tell-all book where he reveals the secrets of his relationship with Bruno Mars and his scampi addiction. And that is Silk Sonic in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. That's nice. Casey Musgraves and Troy Sivan with Glittery on Wizard Radio. You're with Alec Feldman for the final time this side of Christmas because, as I keep saying, next Saturday it is Christmas and I'm on on Christmas Day as well. Um, but um, that's not before Christmas because it's on Christmas and also it's on tape, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> Coming up, 
Sam Fender and Holly Humberstone and we'll do what's going on as well. But first, uh, we're doing the Christmas conversation generator where if we do actually all make it to Christmas without either being locked down or getting COVID, touch word, you're going to need some help to swerve those slightly awkward conversations that often get brought up by slightly older relatives who they're not they're not as on it with their their social issues as we are and some would call them problematic um and so i'm just going to help you help you swerve them help you segue that conversation to something else kai says um, alec i need to have an answer for when my parents ask what is this TikToking thing how can i succinctly explain TikTok over christmas lunch oh you know what you know what this is a nice one this is wholesome this isn't like racist nan this is like Nan, who doesn't understand the modern world? How can you explain TikTok? Um, People make short videos with a musical accompaniment of funny things and dances that they share with lots and lots of people on an app called TikTok. And sometimes they go viral and thousands of people see it. And... um, the Americans don't like it because they think they're spying on us. Uh, is that that's that's fairly succinct? Yeah, I think that just about sums it up. I don't know. I feel like there still will be follow-up questions because there's always follow-up questions. It's like, oh, do, do you know that person? Who's that then? I don't know. Some stranger who lives in America. I don't know who it is, Mum. Uh, that kind of vibe. <laughs> but that, I think that's a good starting point. Short videos to music, and lots of people use the app. And it uses up a lot of people's time and things go viral, which means lots of people see them. That, I think that'll do the job. Um, Eleanor says, my nan has had both COVID vaccines, never had COVID, also has no side effects from the vaccine, yet is somehow an anti-vaxxer. It makes no sense. Please help me. (laughs) Where do you even begin with that one? I mean, first of all, uh, welcome to the, the no COVID club, Eleanor's nan. Uh, congratulations, long may it continue. So she's had she had two COVID vaccines, no side effects, absolutely fine. But how? Surely the second you get a vaccine is the second you stop being an anti-vaxxer. Was she an anti-vaxxer before she got the vaccine? She was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting those vaccines. And then went to get them, and she was still like, No, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting these vaccines. As they're literally pumping AstraZeneca into your veins, she's like, No, it's not real. I don't believe in it. Or she had two vaccines. Now she's like, well, that was a waste of time. Like, what did I get that for? I've not had COVID. I didn't get any side effects. I don't think it's real. I see no point in getting a booster. It's just, that is a weird position. The mental gymnastics you have to do to make that make sense. I don't understand, really. Um, (laughs) I think just, I think that's one where you just nod along and go, okay, man. Yeah, don't worry. Anyway. Anyway, oh, oh look, the Queen's on the TV soon. Ne- nearly three o'clock. Time for time for the Queen speaks. Let's go watch that. The Queen's had two vaccines. She's fine. Um, maybe that kind of thing can help swerve the conversation a little bit. Uh, Gabby says the reason I hate Christmas dinner is because it's the time of the year my family make me feel bad for not having a job, even though I'm 15 years old and I'm in school. I try and make them understand that at 15 years old, it's not realistic to expect me to have a job. But, you know, back in their day, things were different. What's something new I can say to them? Right, so let's let's see how this plays out. They're like, Gabby, you're 15. Why aren't you working yet? Are you paying your parents' rent? Are you bringing in an income? Uh, no, 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 uncle, no auntie. I'm not, I'm not working yet because, um, because immigrants are stealing our jobs. No, don't say that. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. They'll, they'll, they'll like that, but no. Uh, okay, you swerve it by saying, ah, but look how great my results are at school. Because I don't have a job, I've got so much more time to work hard at school. And look, I'm doing really well in all of my subjects, um, which will allow me to get a job later in life, which pays me lots and lots of money, because apparently if you work hard in school, you get lots of money when you work later. That's that's the, the unwritten agreement in society. So that's how you swerve that one. Just swerve it back to how great you are academically. Um, I hope your school results are good. Otherwise, I've got nothing for you. And Sam says, I've already been warned. Don't talk about COVID at Christmas dinner. My auntie is an anti-vaxxer, like a full one who thinks you can drink Dettol to stop COVID. (laughs) 
That's not even what I need your help with, though. I need help with the classic, when are you getting a girlfriend, question. I'm so sick of being asked this. Well, I mean, th there's a book I could lend you. <laughs> That'll help. Or, okay, how do you swerve that one? Sam, I've been drinking my Dettol, and I was wondering, when are you going to get a girlfriend? Um, and you say, I just haven't found the one yet. <laughs> no, you say, um, I'm not ready to settle down and have kids yet, and I don't want to um, go against the words of the Bible because I am a, a very religious man. And on an unrelated note, let's all go to church because it's Christmas Day and it's what Jesus would have wanted. Uh, that's something you could say if you're of the Christian faith. Uh, you could alternatively say, when you get a girlfriend, getting a girlfriend, um, I'm not, I don't like girls. Um, again, if you're, if you do like girls, then that might just confuse and possibly upset her more, depending on, you know, how problematic she is. Um, is there an ultimate swerve for that one? Why don't you have a girlfriend? Um, maybe just hit her with a, something that'll shock her so much that she just won't follow it up, you say. Because I am completely repulsive to all women and very dislikable auntie and see how she responds to that. <laughs> um, she'd probably be so embarrassed that she would just shut up. So maybe that's what you can do. See, this Christmas conversation generator is working an absolute dream. Coming up next, what's going on? The finale. I'll reveal what was actually happening and get all your answers on in a second after this beautiful love song by Ardy. It's Flowers on Wizard Radio. Ardy and Flowers on Wizard Radio. Oh. Beautiful song. Sally Feldman, good afternoon. Um, we're running a bit late here. We haven't got long, so we better crack on and get the answers on. What's going on? So I played you a clip earlier on. It's quite a difficult one this week. Just of something happening. Noisy, chaotic, messy, confusing. But what was actually happening in said clip? We'll get your guesses in a minute. Let's have another listen to it. So we've got some music playing in the background in what sounds like quite a large room with a crowd. There's like a crowd noise and it's quite echoey, but I can't really tell you a lot else about what is actually happening. So guesses, let's get straight into them. Kaylee, there's a lot of echo on this clip, which makes me think it's some sort of large venue. I've just said that. Uh, this might be a rogue reference, but a long time ago, I saw the Saturdays performing at Westfield in London and that's kind of what it sounds like. You know when there's live music somewhere that um, it's not designed for live music? This is basically exactly what it sounded like if you were anywhere other than immediately in front of the stage. So my official guess is that this is the Saturdays performing at Westfield in 2013. <laughs> um, I don't know if any recordings exist of the Saturdays performing in Westfield. Because um, that's not what I just played you. Was that Saturday's song? It didn't sound like the Saturdays. I suppose it, I suppose it could have been. Um, but no, nice guess, but you're wrong. <laughs> but a very good guess. Oscar says, this sound is so confusing. Is it the sound you hear when you're being abducted by aliens? Just lots of very foggy noise that you can't quite separate. Or maybe that's what you hear when you're dying. <laughs> what a bleak guess. I hope not. Um, well, I mean, I can't say no because I don't know the answer to that question. It could be. I can't rule it out. But um, officially, let's say, no, it's not. It's not the correct guess, but nor are you necessarily wrong. Uh, Frankie says, I recognise the song in the background, but I can't put my finger on what it is. Same. It's so frustrating. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. It sounds like a concert in a stadium, though, but the sound's just really far away. Maybe the person filming it is sat, like, right at the top at the very back. It is annoying me that I can't, I can't work out who this song It's not like Beyonce, is it? Or like some like 90s, noughties R&B. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that is frustrating. But it's not. It's not a gig. I can tell you, it's not a gig. I will give you the actual answer here. Nobody's got it this week, shockingly. But what is actually happening? I'll tell you the venue first. It is sort of like a 
an arena. Well, it looks like it's an ice rink, actually. An ice rink or some kind of stadium. It's in South Dakota in America. And lots of people have gathered to watch a spectator sport called the Dash for Cash. In which, this sounds like a joke, it's not. They get a load of teachers who work at like public schools, state schools. And they put a load of cash on the floor, like dollar bills, one dollar bills. And these teachers, there's one, two, three, four, five, about eight of them, have to scramble around on the floor. Uh, they've got helmets, they've got bags. They just need to stuff as many one dollar bills into their clothes and bags as possible. Because they use those dollar bills to buy supplies for their classrooms. The United States of America, everybody. Where you've got to literally fight other people to pick up one dollar bills in front of a crowd of spectators to get funding for the public schools. <laughs> what a country. So that's what's going on this week. That's the correct answer that nobody guessed. And that is the end of the show. A uh, couple of bits of admin from me. Friday at 3 o'clock, it's the weekly mixtape, and it's a Christmas Eve special because it's Christmas Eve, so it'll just be loads of nice Christmas songs. And next Saturday, I am back here, 3 till 5 p.m., and it's me and James Gilmore with our Christmas special. We'll just be having a look back on 2021. We've got some questions for each other. It'll be a good time. That's next Saturday, 3 till 5 p.m., and I'm done. Thank you so much for listening. Always a joy. I'll be back next week. And this is Holly Humberstone. No, it's not. It's something else. It's been changed. It's Hey Siri by Sailor Melise. Miles is up next. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.